Today's scripture reading is from the book of 1 John, the 4th chapter, the 7th to the 12th verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is the word of the Lord. We are continuing our study in the first of John's epistles, his letters. Uh, the last time we looked at the, uh, the first six verses of the fourth chapter um, of the book of first John. And in the first verse we read John's instruction on being spiritually discerning. Uh, as the saying goes, just as the saying goes, all that glitters is not gold. Uh, every spirit is not of God. As verse 1 reads, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Okay, so what's the test? So what's the measure? The answer is given in the second verse. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. It's pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. See, as I, as I shared before, I share again. Having an intimate knowledge of the, the genuine, the real, uh, will preclude you from falling for the phony. You focus on knowing the real. Focus on knowing the real thing then when the phony comes along, you may not even know what aspect of it that is, it, it is, it is bogus, but, but you just know that there's just something not right, and I, I'm going to step away from that. And as all believers have the Spirit of God in and directing us, every believer, everyone that has confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, has in them, has in you, I have in me, the same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. The, logical, the only and logical conclusion is in verse 4, you, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The one that is in you, in you, is greater than whatever else is in the world. Shared before, Everything that we will ever need, we have. That's the good news, and that's the good news. I don't even say it's the bad news. It's just, so if you're looking for something else, uh, you'll be looking. But everything that you need in this life, you have. Everything. Well, I'm looking for a job. I'm not talking about temporal stuff. I'm not talking about stuff that, that is fleet. I'm talking about spiritual things. I'm the Spirit of God indwells you right now. You won't get more spirit of God. You, 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 you have everything you need. And you have everything that you will ever receive. If, and it's a big if, the Lord, that, 
if God is your Lord and Savior. That's a big if. So with this understanding, John launches into the next aspect of love uh, in verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. It's funny how he's just, he's on this love thing. Again, remember, remember who he's talking to. He's talking to believers, right. believers that are under persecution. And he's not, he's not, you know, in Mark's logic, it would be, okay, now this is what you need to do. You need to hunker down, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you take on sniper fire, this is how you behave. It's, it's like he's on a riff of love and love and love and love and love. This is a church under persecution. People are losing their lives. And love, and love, and love. It's interesting. Interesting. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who who loves has been born of God and and knows God. Love, all love, real love, comes from God. There's no condition on who's the one loving. But genuine love comes from God. See, and it's, the, the, as you look at this verse, there's this, this beautiful linking of, of, of right ethical behavior, if you will, with a right theological perspective. Let us love one another. That's behavior. Why? For love comes from God. That's right theology. Right behavior, right theology. See, 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 what's your point? You know, you've been to seminary too much. So what's your point? The point is we try and do things that aren't linked up to God, and then we scratch our heads and wonder why they're not sustainable. Amen. Why, do we, why do we run out of gas after a while, you know, and, and doing stuff, religious stuff? It's like, again, as, as God asks rhetorically through the prophets, what do you think I want from you? Do you think I want rivers of oil? Do you, I, I want sacrifices out my ears? If God had ears. I, do you, you think I want those things? I want a relationship with you. All of this other stuff that I asked and the things you do, it's just a point to get you to a relationship with me. I shared the story. It bears repeating. Uh, my, my brother, I wanted to, I needed a piece of art from him. He has, he's an artisan. He's, he's an artisan. He's, he's, he's famous, and he gets money for that. I couldn't afford him. I couldn't afford his artwork, but I needed it not for me, but to give to someone else. I figured I'd get a freebie. Come on, just give me the art. You know, just come on. It's not for me. No, I want you to come here, and I want you to sweep out my garage. It's like, I'll be doggone if I'm going to sweep out your garage. So, so it's like, you know, I'm a grown man. I'm going to sweep out your garage. Do you want the art? Are you going to sweep out the garage? What do you want? So I went there. I swallowed my pride, and I went and swept out the garage. And before I was finished, he said, put the broom down. It's like, no, a deal's a deal. You know, I'm just mad, just, just kind of like Jonah. I'm just, deal's a deal. You know, I'm not, I'm not no love here. He said, I, don't, I could sweep my own garage. I didn't want you to sweep my garage. I just wanted you to come over here so you could spend time with me. That's, that's the whole idea with God. All of this stuff. All of this. I want you to spend time with me. I want you to abide with me. I want you to love me. So I need to do these things because I'm hard-headed and I, I need to, I, sometimes you got to crack the nut. And it's like I have to do things to get your attention so you behave in a way that will create the relationship that I desire with each and every one of you. 
So right ethical behavior with a right theological understanding. I act right because I know right. I act right because I know right. I don't, I don't go around doing stuff and, is that right? Should I be doing that? Should I be doing this? No, no, I, I, I'm in touch with the genuine. I know the, I, know, I know the Father. He and I are like this, so I know what he likes. I know he likes his coffee so hot and, you know, two creams, one sugar, whatever. It's, it's, I have that relationship, so I, know, I just know. I just know. Now, don't, don't, don't give that to the Father. He won't, he won't like that. Well, how do you know? I know my daddy. My daddy, doesn't, my daddy doesn't like that. So we can't say that. Too often we can't say that because we don't know our father. Sometimes we don't even know ourselves. But, but we really don't know our father. Okay, well, you want some tea? Don't you know I don't like tea? How about scrambled eggs? I like my eggs easy over. You want bacon? I hate bacon. And so we go through this, 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 this ritual of trying to do stuff to try and encourage. And God is like, I don't need it. You know, I don't just... Can we talk? Can we be in relationship? Will you just love me? Not for the stuff I give you. Love me. Love, love, love me. If, 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 if the barns are empty, if the fields are all dried up, if, 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 if I did not have good news to share health-wise, will you still love me? Will you still worship me? Will you still bow down? For too often the answer is no. Because, as Jesus found out and challenged the crowd that was following, you're just here for the loaves and the fishes, that's all. You're just, here, you're just here for the stuff I can give you. I'm trying to give you stuff that will last eternally. I'm trying to give you stuff that will, I'm not trying to give you uh, 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 ten handy tips to, to, to have a better or happier life or a better or happier marriage. I'm trying, to t- I'm trying to instruct you on what it means to be in a right relationship. And so, because we have dysfunction with the Father, we take our dysfunction and we, we go horizontally. And, it's, and, it's, and there, is there any wonder? And it's like, well, it's just, none of this seems to work. It's just, you're right. None of what we're doing seems to work. I act right because I know right, because I know my Father. I know what he likes. So John then goes on to emphasize his point from a different angle in verse 8. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. See, the negative underlines his point. Whoever does not love does not know God. Why? Because God is love. Yeah, I know. He's light. He's also spirit. And he's holy. All of these are descriptions of attributes of God. But, But one thing, God doesn't act in a loving way. He is love, and because he, lo- because he is love, he, love is just a natural radiation of who he is. See, as I keep saying, I don't have to act bald. I don't, I don't have to act that way. I am. A- amen. I have a witness. A- 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 amen. See, it, just, it, is, it is a reflection of who I am. And so God, does, it's like, I'm love. I am real love. I am genuine love. I am pure love. So everything that I do, even the things that we would look at and we thumb through the Old Testament, we're like, wow, that's, I don't see love there. It's, it, it's all love. It's all love. See, see how many, you know, for those of you parents, just raise, raise your hands to yourself, you know. It's, it's, you know, oh, my father would say that too. It's like, oh, it's going to hurt you more and it's going to hurt me. You want to bet? But, 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 
it was true. It's true. No loving parent enjoys disciplining a child. You just, it's just, it just something in you just breaks. It's just like I'm, I'm, I'm spanking or I'm, I'm timeouting or whatever I'm doing to the child. I don't enjoy that, but I love that child more than my feeling about this temporary uh, 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 dissatisfaction because I want what's best for the child long term. It's indifference that's the opposite of love. It's not hate. It's indifference. See, and that's why, that's why so many kids are just, look, I want somebody to love me, you know, hate me, something. You know, just show some emotion to me. It's, 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 it's the one that shows indifference to their kids that actually doesn't love their children. But God loves us. He loves us so much. He loves us so much that when we are out of line, if he needs to corral us, he'll do that. That's because God is love. So what's your point? Because God is holy, his love is holy. And our human love can't begin to touch that. We, we get little moments of that. We, we, we get little, little, little windows we peep into, you know, and it seems like it only lasts for like five seconds where it's just like, man, that's, that's, that's love. But his love doesn't depend on what we are, but it depends on who he is. See, it is, his love isn't predicated on who we are. It's who he is. That's his love. Whoa, whoa, how, how, do, how do you know? How, how do you know? Well, this was spoken at uh, the Last Supper after Jesus demonstrated his, la- uh, his love and humility in the washing, as I've shared before, of, uh, of uh, 120 toes. Yeah, yeah, he, ten to, assuming they all had ten toes, uh, 12 disciples, he washed their feet as they were bickering about who's going to be the greatest in heaven. Who's get, who gets the big seat? Who gets the, who gets the mic? Who gets, who, who gets, he said, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you pass out a lot of tracts, if you uh, give really big in the offering, if you do any number, no, he said, if you Love one the measure of you being known as a Christ follower is your love for one another. Is it any wonder that sometimes you know it's like because I've been there, maybe not you, but I've been there. You know, I'm not feeling too lovely right now, so I'm I'm so glad that no one was was you know had a any instrument hooked up to me at on my job or anything. It's like hmm, you're not showing the love of Christ today, are you? It's like no, no, I'm 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 really not. I, uh, no, I'm not. Today's not the day. Uh, I'm not washing your toes. No, it's not going to happen. No. See, but that's the measure. Jesus said, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And later in that 15th chapter of the same book of John, uh, Jesus says in in the 12th verse, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And then he repeats it in the 17th verse. This is my command Love each other. Love. You know, it's, it's love. So, back to 1 John ninth uh, verse. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. 
Maybe you've never thought, maybe it's never crossed your mind. It's crossed my mind quite a, quite a few times, many times. Think about God. Just think about God and, and, and the garden and salvation and, and the whole point of it all. Because God, it was his choice. I mean, sin entered his creation through the evil one, and, but, but God is God. He, he, can, he can do anything, and, and he didn't have to allow that to happen, but he could have had another plan where Jesus, his son, could be doing something else and not coming to earth to die on the cross for me. Jesus didn't have anything else to do in heaven. What the, what the, you know, what, why? Why? It all goes back to, this is a wonderful way for me to show the creation how much I love you. That even, as, as, as uh, Joseph said to his brothers, yeah, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. See, Satan meant it for evil. The evil one is evil. He, he, that's why he's called the evil one. You know, he, he's evil. You know, makes sense, right? You know, he's not the good one. He's the evil one. And so even in his plan to destroy God's perfect creation, God said, you know what? This is a great opportunity for me to showcase my love for my creation. While Adam and Eve are running from me, Jesus is saying, prepare me a body. I'm coming to earth. I'm going to show you all, as you're running from me, as you're hiding from me, I'm going to show you how much I love you. That some thousands of years later, I'm going to die on a cross for you. So 2,000 years ago, before, obviously before I knew myself, before my parents knew themselves, before a whole lot of generations knew themselves, Jesus said, you know, Mark is going to need to know how much I love him in 2012 or 2013. Uh, he's going to really need to know that. So you know what? I'm going to come to earth. I'm going to die for him. He's not even born. I'm dying for him in advance. I haven't experienced any problems. I'm going to die for that in advance. I haven't had any health issues. I'm going to die for that in advance. I'm going, to, I'm going to show you in no uncertain terms, in a very clear and demonstrable way, how much I love you. I'm going to show you, I'm going to give of myself. I'm going to step out of heaven and come down to earth and live amongst you. That's a lot of love. That's a lot of love. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So, 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 so what's your point? Again, my point, sin prevented that relationship. You know, it's, again, for those of you who are married or in a relationship, you know, you know, uh, when things have gone wrong in the day, the last thing you ought to do with your spouse is snuggle up close to them at night. <laughs> do I have a witness? The last thing, it's just like, it's so not going to work. It's just, just you're wasting time. Just, 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 it's, 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 the relationship is broken. It's fractured. It's not right. It's, there's, 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 there's something amiss. So Jesus said, I'm coming to earth. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to take away that barrier that separates me from our creation, and I'm going to die, and I'm going to make it all good. So that's why the natural conclusion uh, John draws in verse 10. This is real love. 
This is real love. Again, I love the Cliff Notes version. This is real love. You want to know what the real love is? This is the real love. Well, isn't it, you know, eHarmony? Isn't it this? Isn't it? No, no. This is the real love. This is the real love right here. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. That's real love. What's, what's, what's Mark's love? Well, Mark, Mark will pretend to love. Uh, I'll, I'll do something because someone has done something nice for me. That's one fake love. If you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Or another fake love is, and I know you guys have never done this, another fake love is, I will do something nice because I know there's a, a request right around the corner associated with that. I'm bringing flowers because I want something. I, I, I you know, it's, 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 there's a quid pro quo there. Either because you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Or I'm going to want something, so I'll be nice to you. One of the two. We, we typically, see, see, see. Human love. I give because I've received or I expect to receive. See, God on, his other, on the other hand gave his son. Not in exchange for love which we can give or show him. He was being crucified. And Jesus said what? Forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. Try crucifying me and see what I say. Start nailing me to the cross and see what I say. Or me, see what you say. Oh, forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. It's like, you better get me up off of this cross. It's just like, I'll give you something. I'll give you some nails. I, you know, it's like, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. God loved us when we couldn't spell love if he gave us the L, the O, and the V. He loved us, and he continues to love us. And his love, see, and this is just, just, just blows me away. He loves the person that has not accepted him, whose destiny is hell, as much as he loves me. No, that can't be, because I've done something to, you know, no, sorry, try again. You know, read Deuteronomy 7 and 7 if you ever get confused about that. As he told, the, as he, as he told the, the assembly, you know why I loved you? Because I loved you. That's the only reason I love you. I love you because I love you. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't from our perspective. It doesn't make any sense. I love you because I love you. I choose to love you. That's why I love you. It's my choice. I love you. See, again, what's your point? My point is, our nature, our, spirit, our spiritual DNA, if you will. Those who are like God are his children and just like daddy. And God's characteristics, our father's characteristics, will live through us. So if our father evidences unconditional love, his kids ought to do the same. So that's why he concludes, I know, I know, this is, this is, this is tough sledding. That's why he includes in verse 11. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, and there's a real emphasis in the, in the, in the original Greek, the, 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 that, that much. It's like that much, so much, since God loves us so much, we surely ought to love each other a little bit, <laughs> just, just a little bit, just a little bit. You do, 
but you don't mean that person that almost cut me off as I was going down the street and almost hit my car and didn't say excuse me? Ah, no, I can't live. No, 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 not that person. Yeah, that person. Uh, you mean that cantankerous boss on my job? You mean I'm suppo- who's, who's writing me up to, to give me an unfair evaluation? I'm supposed to love that person? Yeah, that's pretty much what he's saying. Again, you know, that, that great theological uh, uh, movie, uh, The Lion King, um, uh, where, where, where Simba was having that, that, that epiphany and uh, uh, Mufasa speaking down from the clouds and he says, remember who you are. Remember who you are. You're my son. See, I'm a Meeks. See, I'm Reuben and Henrietta's son. And so to that end, I will reflect them. You are your father's children. And to the degree you are dialed into your father and you have the DNA of daddy, you can't help, you can't help but reflect daddy's behavior. So whatever daddy does, that's what you do. So what are you saying? Love as you are loved. Love as you are loved. See, God's love is from the beginning, from, from Adam and Eve, so I said, from Deuteronomy 7 and 7. It, this is important. God's love doesn't set aside his holiness. It doesn't, because God is holy, his love is holy. And because he is holy, there are certain things he cannot tolerate. But it's not the absence of love, it's because of love. It's because of love I behave the way I do. I expect the things I do. And the reason I want you to be in association with your brothers and your sisters here on earth, the way I want you to, is because you are my children and I want you to love one another. God is love. Love is not God. God is love. Love is not God. And especially the love that we call love, uh, whatever that is, it, it ain't God. God is love. So don't make, mis- don't make the mistake and don't, don't, don't confuse human love for God's love. See, at our best, at our best, our love is fickle. At our best, our love is fickle. At our very best, our love is fickle. At its worst, it's distorted. It becomes perverted. And we, we, we call things that, that it's a, that's not love. Oh, well, yeah, oh, well, he or she loves me. They wouldn't do this because it's like, that's not, that's, that's, distor- that's a distortion of what love is. God is love. And if I am his son, if I am his daughter, if I am the, the blood that runs through his spiritual veins is in my veins, then I will necessarily love just as I am loved. Let's pray.